0: Our time is three minutes after one o'clock is the second hour of uh, the Power Zone on Par 98.7. Thank you very much for hanging out uh, with us in the first hour of uh, the show. Uh, This being our open line there as uh, we looked at length into uh, that story that was coming out of uh, Tokoza. That story of uh, the sad young uh, Mbata, Sbussisom who took their lives there. Uh, So we'll tend to see how then uh, the education department tend to move in this particular regard, we saw also uh, the halting education MEC Madumi Shilwane just talking about how then this investigation uh, will inform their decisions uh, going forward around uh, penalties. But hey, uh, Semi saying that they should be charged uh, even with uh, hate speech and hate crime and uh, the likes and uh, we should see uh, their uh, license to teach uh, revoked here. Uh, so we'll wait and see how things tend to fare in uh, this particular regard. But we're in the second hour of the show. This being the sports rep with Modiba Peter who joins us every Friday between 1 o'clock and 2 o'clock as we go into the games. So this morning we'll look at those various sporting codes like we always do on the show. We'll look at the past weekend of sporting action here at home and outside of South Africa going into the week. We'll look at the results as well with Modiba. We are positioning ourselves for the weekend ahead as well in terms of us just marking our calendar or marking our diaries, our to-do, where the weekend is concerned because we are often world of choice uh, in terms of the various sporting codes uh, that tend to play out uh, in the uh, in the weekend. So uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, there was uh, that uh, Cricket World Cup uh, as well. I told you about that nail-biting moment uh, where uh, then all eyes were on the Proteus and how then they were uh, faring with Australia in this particular uh, regard. We lost just partially sure yeah yeah started slow and the likes uh, we betted first and all uh, we'll talk about that uh, with modiba yes we look at also just congratulating uh, the proteus for really really doing us proud uh, by making it uh, so far so uh, yeah without further ado uh, let's welcome modiba remember at home uh, you're welcome to please engage with us uh, as we uh, talk sports in uh, this uh, particular hour uh, we are on 0861 987 000. we also also there by X, uh, we go by at Power FM and uh, 987 at Katla Rodi underscore uh, hashtag uh, Power Zone is what we're reading uh, behind uh, this particular morning. Mudiba, good morning. Welcome to the show.
1: It's a very good morning to you and the team behind the scenes as well as the listeners. And thanks for having me on this wonderful Friday morning. Looking forward to dissect and wrap up what transpired last weekend, this upcoming midweek, and going into this upcoming weekend. Yeah, a lot has happened. Yeah, as you right, fully stated, there it was just uh, unlucky for our proteas to choke out once again.
0: It was so, so, so unlucky, man. It was like, damn, you know, what 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 did we need to do to really push through and come out victorious here, especially when we decided that we're going to uh, bet first and especially when uh, we experienced a slow start uh, where this particular game is concerned. But also one would have said that we would be disingenuous if we had understood Underestimated Australia in this particular regard in terms of how much of a powerhouse they are where these games are concerned. And it was really a give and take, kind of a merch here. Just let us in on your observation, your reading of how we went into this game. There were also worries about whether the captain will form part of the team there. Really, let us in. Let's talk cricket. Let's talk the Cricket World Cup.
1: A lot has happened in this match, and uh, if you can remember very well, this is the same Australia that we thrashed uh, during the round robbing there by mm-hmm. 134 runs. I remember we obtained 311 runs per seven wickets, whereas they obtained uh, 177 runs. So we did so well, and let's not forget they are the five times champions. So in this game, I think uh, they wanted to avenge it, to settle the score of what transpired in that particular round robbing. So on the day, as you spoke about, i uh, captain as well, it was just a disappointment as well because. He couldn't even obtain a run. He was prematurely bowled out. So on the day, in the space of eight runs, we're already two weekends down. So you can see that on the day, it was a tough day in the office. But with us, South Africa, we've always been unfortunate. Remember, this is our fifth day, uh, choking when it comes to the semi-finals. As I've said before, that we've been to the, into the semi-finals on four occasions. So we are just, unlike, I don't know what, do we, what miracle do we need to progress as far as the finals is concerned. Because had we, we won, at least we would have gone to the Final and maybe uh, meet uh, Indians again. So, if I can also start by giving the the, the final group stage where after some of the matches uh, ended up last week, we saw South Africa as winning against Afghanistan there mm-hmm. after obtaining 247 per five runs after 43.7 overs, whereas Afghanistan obtained 244 runs after 50 overs, where we had to win the, that match by five wickets. And then there was also uh, another match, the Bangladesh hosting Australia there. Uh, Having obtained 306 per eight wickets there after 50 overs, and Australia obtained 307 per two wickets there after 44.4 overs, and uh, Australia managed to win that that one by eight wickets. So we also saw uh, England hosting uh, Pakistan as well. So they obtained 337 runs per nine wickets after 50 overs, as well as uh, Pakistan obtaining 244 runs after uh, 43.3 overs so uh, all in all they managed to win by 93 runs are the England but although they were playing for pride as we know mm, that they, they uh-huh. were supposed to pack and go back home so and then there was a big game there uh, India again as they wrap up the the, the, the round robbing match mm, there against uh-huh. Netherlands also the Netherlands in that regard were playing for for their pride as uh, the, the journey ended uh, Mean before this last match, as they were at basement of the log there, and India they obtained 410 performance, and uh, Netherlands 250 runs uh, with India obtaining that uh, runs after 50 overs and Netherlands after 47.5. And you get players like Yashrajas as well as K L Rahul, were just impressive in that match where Yashrajas obtained 128 runs from 24 balls and K L Rahul 102 runs. Uh, from 64 balls so we just uh, uh, on fire on the day so the group stage and it is India being top of the log with 18 points having won all of their nine matches and beaten in that uh, round robin and followed by our South Africa we lost two matches against the very same India and Netherlands but we managed to finish second then there was Australia the five times champions there uh, finished third we won 14 points and also New Zealand finished fourth as uh, the, the semi-final was supposed to take place where number one uh, had to play lock horns with number four, which in that regard was India as well as in New Zealand and then number two and number three, which is us up against the very same Australia. So in that regard, so uh, we saw India hosted the, the in New Zealand in the first semi final that took place on Wednesday there, and they were just uh, on fire on form. They continued from where they left off as the host, obtained uh, 397 per runs, and then with New Zealand's 327, uh, India obtained in that 397 per four there after 50 overs, and then New Zealand after 48.5 overs. So on the day, Virat Kohli as well as Iashiras. Once again, impressive scoring more than hundred runs. Virat Kohli there 117 runs from 113 balls. And then Iashereas there 105 runs from 70 balls. Uh, it was enough for them to win for them to win by 70 runs. So we just scored on the day. And then as we spoke about the the, the proteas there, so uh majority of our players were powered out. Those key players, you are there. Uh, uh, it was just yesterday in the office, as all of them were bowled out earlier on the day. So, but we managed to obtain 212 runs after 49.4 overs, with Australia having obtained 215 runs per seven wickets, and they ended after 47.2 overs and they ended winning that match by by three wickets. But from our side, I can single a player, the David Miller, who did so well, who managed to obtain 101 runs from 116 runs, with the on the side of Australia, Travis Head obtained in 62 runs from 48 uh, balls there. So they did so well, but uh, all in all, to just the big day in the office, uh, I would have loved us to do the double over Australia. Mm-hmm. But on the day, they came out with a different game tempo, which frustrated us, with which pressurised us, and if we can get into that game especially there were so many utterances that were dished out in this match. I by okay, uh, uh, fans were wishing that they uh, let it rain if the rain was to take place there and then disrupt the proceedings Definitely we're going to progress to the final with regard to a good uh, net run rate Remember the net run rate that I once explained that uh, you have to calculate it and divide it with the number of overs to, co- to obtain the quotient, but on the day there is the rain it, it did rain a little bit, but the, the game managed to progress and as the game progressed that's where uh, it favored them, and they managed to continue with their runoff from uh, Australians to show that they're not the five times champions by fluke. So, with us, we choked as usual, it was so unfortunate, it was so sad, we were so just looking forward to go all, to, all the way to the final, considering what transpired with the Springboks, so that it wasn't to be. So all in all, it's hard luck, but time golf, I think the coach there Rob Walters, he made some, a bit of a, a bad decision there by selecting Timber, because ever since, the, I think we spoke about him here on the show, that oh, yeah. the, since the, the, yeah, the preparation of the World Cup, he uh, rushed home due team to team uh, family team. matters to attend, and the, when he came back, there was some bit of fatigue that crept in, disrupted his concentration there. So I think they could have let him uh, aidin to progress with the cupping of the side as he did during the pre pre warm up matches of this very same World Cup. So, but and it was just unfortunate on the day. So let's see going forward.
0: Yeah, I mean, also here, uh, we're talking about uh, the five-time world champions, Uh, this uh, being Australia. uh, They beat us uh, at least uh, by those three weakest. But when you look at uh, what happened here uh, in terms of India and their showing uh, from day one, uh, you had called it uh, to say that India uh, were in the best shape. Uh, The home ground advantage also seems to be working for them in their favor, uh, looking at them being the host. So how how do you see uh, uh, these uh, playing out. Uh, who uh, is is according to you, uh, going to be crowned uh, the twenty twenty three uh, cricket uh, world cup uh, champions here uh, between these two powerhouses? Uh, they, they really uh, is a tricky one, I would say for me, uh, looking at the the fact that uh, both of them, uh, I think they come out very strong uh, where this game is concerned, and we're seeing ourselves out, and we are left with uh, these particular two. You've said that India have had. A, a good showing but here they are facing the five times uh, champions in this particular regard uh, how, how what is your reading uh, mudiba uh, in terms of uh, who then would be crowned in this particular regard
1: I remember you asked me these questions as soon as we played game number three and game number <laughs> yeah. four, and I said to you, it was so soon, let's wait and see going forward. Now I've got an answer for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, the interesting part is that uh, with India, they are the hosts, as I've said, it, that uh, they've been unpretent throughout the journey of this round robin, and then they always continue to, doing well in this semi finals, refreshing New Zealand heavily there. So, and then you look at Australia, remember when we played three to four matches, they already lost two matches, and with us, being also, also one of the culprits that defeated them. So, and they were we, within, uh, I think, number six, number seven uh, down there. So, but uh, surprisingly, they just, boom, uh, uh, started to collect team points. They started winning matches there. So, uh, as they are five times champions and India are two times champions, we also look at the head to head between the two sides. They've met 13 times in this wonderful World Cup where they do have an upper hand. Uh, the Australians here, having won eight times and the uh, Indians five times. So, but in terms of how India India have have applied themselves in this wonderful World Cup. Mm. I think I'll have to go with India (laughs) this time around. Yes, Australia, they've done well, but the way India threshed them, uh, I think they're about to say we've done it to South Africa, we have avenged, we've turned the tables, mm-hmm. so we can do it with India. But I think the, the number of fans that will be filling up that venue on Sunday uh, will definitely uh, rally behind India. So uh, the venue is at Navendra Modi Stadium this upcoming Sunday, so it's going to be interesting for me. But for me, I've got an answer for you strictly India.
0: Yeah, no, let, let's really uh, wait and see how things tend to fare out. We'll, we'll touch base again. Uh, uh, me and June with do next week, Friday, and I'll see, yeah. I'll put your predictions to the test here <laughs> uh, looking at how then things tend to fare. Uh, when when can we expect uh, to see the games, uh, the, the last uh, matches in terms of the finals in this particular regard? And uh, do you also have uh, an idea, or is it still early days, of uh, um, when uh, we'll be seeing uh, the Proteus touching down there by OR?
1: Uh, I think hopefully uh, Monday, it might be the latest day or over the weekend. So they'll definitely come back because I was thinking that maybe they are going to play the third and fourth place, but in this wonderful World Cup, uh, the, the third and fourth place is not taking place. So strictly to the final and the winner will definitely walk, walk away with the trophy and also the silver medal from the losers. So there's thing of a bronze and stuff. So hopefully over the weekend or on Monday, we'll definitely see them coming back. But I was so disappointed because I was just seeing confidence from them especially how they won their last match against, especially against Afghanistan that they are able to do well they are able to to, to to come and string a surprise because even I remember last week when we had a chat with you and I we spoke about how the coach there Rob Walters saying that if he is going to meet India maybe in the final he will definitely turn the tables around but it was not to be so we are always worried about that particular match the Australia one because they have always given us a, a tough match but as you know, that uh, we are anticipating rain because we always fear them because they are a tough opponent, tough not to crack. So it wasn't to be on the day. The rain uh, didn't uh, favour them because it didn't rain for a very long time. That's how the game managed to progress. But uh, uh, in some of the that uh, their players, they surprise uh, Shamsi, uh, did so well Gerard Goodzie trying to grab wickets for us there as well as Aiden McCam. From that side too, I saw also Pat Cummings doing so well, grabbing three wickets alongside Mitch Stark there. So it was all uh, all it was very interesting
0: yeah no uh, let, let's wait uh, and see then how things uh, pan out here uh, but I must say as well they are also champions in their own regard in their own space and uh, I, I, would, I would be expecting to see uh, people really give them a welcoming hero- heroic welcoming uh, looking at the fact that uh, we managed to push through and uh, persist here uh, when you look at how then uh, we tend to move uh, within these particular games here uh, uh, they they have really done us proud Modiba. we must but it's not a lie and and uh, you know even though they did not come back with that particular uh, trophy uh, they've definitely done us proud
1: Most definitely, if I can take you back to 1999, because in this match that took place yesterday, we obtained Mm -hmm. 212 runs, and then you go back to 1999, there was a tie whereby we both obtained 213 runs, us as Australians, but then as the the, the the, organizers, there's always rules within cricket, so a net running rate had to come into the picture, and at that time it favored Australia, and this time it was was in in our favor, but unfortunately it wasn't to be with with regard to the ring, because we were just relying from the rain to come and watch that particular uh, tournament, uh, the semi-finals, I should say, for two days, so that the the, the decided the decisions can go uh, on our on our side. But it wasn't to be on the day. But all in all, they worked hard, they tried their best. So it's back to the drawing board. Let's see uh, in the next coming uh, tournament how things will fare up, especially with regard to 2020, which will be taking place next month.
0: Yeah, no. Let's let's wait uh, and see then how the games tend to pan out in uh, this particular regard, Mudiba. I uh, will be holding you to your prediction here, uh, and uh, looking forward to uh, just you bring us uh, those results next week, uh, where the cricket World Cup uh, is concerned. Let's go out in our numbers, uh, break the internet the way we broke the internet for the uh, rugby guys. Uh, let us support the Proteas, yeah. uh, especially over the fact that they've done us uh, so proud as we speak uh, right now. I want us to then move mudiba uh, to another sporting code here i look at uh, rugby uh, even though we're not talking the world cup here uh, but there's also uh, that united rugby championship that the urc that is uh, taking shape here let's take a look at uh, round four uh, results where the urc is concerned Uh, take us also through uh, the log standings here and let's also look ahead in terms of round five those fixtures and what we can expect uh, over the weekend
1: and it is the one about uh, the United Rugby Championship, which also mm-hmm. can push players to to impress, to impress the coach as well. There. Jackinina, bear, as we had that rumors that uh, Rafi Erasmus will definitely take over from him, it was said that he was going to join the Ulster. Which, which is also part of this wonderful United Rugby Championship. So, with the matches that took place last week, Friday, there we saw Zebri winning 12-10 against Sharks and then Cardiff losing 12-18 against the Bulls, and then there's Ulster who managed to win 21-14 against the Munster. Munster were the, the last season's runners-up, I should say, the champions. By the way, they are currently the defending champions. Uh, as we saw them defeating a uh uh, Stormers, they yeah, the less than there. So And Saturday we saw Penetton winning 2017 against also the runners of the Stormers. as I've spoken about them. And then the Scalettes who won 23, I should say, who lost 23-24 against the Lions. And also the Ospreys who lost 23-31 against the Glasgow. And then also Edinburgh winning 25-22 against the Connacht. And then on Sunday we saw one match that had taken place there. Dragons losing 10-33 against the Linster. So in terms of the lock standings, the Glasgow a at number one with 15 points having played four matches and then there's the polls at number two as well as Linster, they are both separated by points difference there. They are both level on 15 points. And there's Kornak at number four. Uh, alongside Ulster, Benetton, they are all that locked at uh, 14 points. Ulster uh, is number five and Benetton number six. And there's also Munster, the defending champions. They've dropped following that loss there at number seven with 13 points. Then there's Edinburgh at number eight with uh, 12 points. And then you go down, uh, you'll find Thomas at number nine. Uh, with uh, 11 points, as well as uh, Ospreys at number 10 with the 10 points, and then the scales at number 14, uh, alongside the Dragons at number 15, as well as the Sharks with Scalas uh, that sit at 6 points, and Dragons on 2 points, and the uh, Sharks on a point. So, yeah, very interesting in the URC. And in terms of the matches that are taking place, and then there's Edinburgh who mm. will host the uh, Bulls at 25 to 10 this evening, and then there's Ulster, uh, that will host the Lions, at 25 to 10 as well. And the Zebri up against Cardiff there as well at 25 to 10. So, tomorrow, the Sharks up against Connacht at 5 pm. And then the Musta up against Thomas. An interesting one, Kachau. This one, I think I'll bring the feedback of this match. Mm-hmm. Musta up against the Thomas. These are the two teams that uh, played in the final of this wonderful you, you, United Rugby Championship last season. So, as Musta wanted it, to it, clinch it, it, this wonderful title. So, let's see if uh, it, it will be a great game from Christopher Thomas against to settle the score. And then there's also Dragons up against Ospreys at uh, 7 o'clock there. Linster hosting Scarlett at 25 to mm. 10. And lastly, Glasgow up against the Benetton. Yeah, rugby, United rugby championship is back. And the action packed... Uh, uh, to look ahead to this
0: wonderful weekend yeah we spoiled for choice uh, we are really spoiled for choice uh, and I'm glad that you gave us uh, just a sense of what we can expect as we go into uh, the weekend as well because uh, we know as well Budiba that uh, there's that week five the round five and that is where we'll be expecting to also see uh, most of these uh, teams tend to feature there
1: most definitely, so teams I think will want to do well, uh, will want to finish well because they are supposed to play 16 matches. And towards the end of the, I think, the, uh, like we've seen before, eight top eight teams will definitely pr- uh, play in the quarterfinals as well as the, fi- the semi-finals and the finals. And as we saw even last season, uh, Leinster were rooted at top of the log, but they cracked where it matters most, especially in the quarterfinals. So where I never saw them going to lose, and then stormers as well, uh, they did so well there. In uh, some of the players we saw, uh, they are playing in that wonderful storm uh, representing the country there. So this wonderful United Rugby Championship is giving them the platform to do well and prove to the coach that they are ready to, to put the country of the South Africa flag very high.
0: Yeah, no, most definitely. Let's just wait and see. We are spoiled for choice this weekend. So let's just wait and see what comes out in the games. But yeah, I want us to move, Mudiba. We haven't spoken of golf in a while here on the show. I think our energy was just on the championships and everything else that has been happening, the World Cups and the likes. But also there's that PGA Tour that really tends to take place in this particular regard we're seeing uh, the Butterfield uh, Bermuda uh, Championship uh, being one uh, to look out for. Uh, let us in on, on, on what, what came out of this uh, particular tour uh, where the game of golf is concerned
1: most definitely it was the Butterfield Bermuda Championship as we just rightfully stated there, where uh, that took place at the Royal Golf Course, where we saw a, a golfer there by the name of Camilo Villagers there clinch uh, the PGA Tour. So following the uh, drought, whereby he had to sit sit for nine years without collecting a victory or a title, one may say it there. So, but it was his fifth uh, PGA Tour victory there uh, as he last won it in 2014, but he did so well, uh, especially as he closed it with six under past 65. So he fought so hard as... Uh, the way he was, he was out with the likes of Alex Noren, the other there. So for him, he needed that two strokes to to break Alex Noren. So as he wanted convincingly, and in that victory there, I, I was so impressed when he stated that uh, he was dedicating that victory to one of his daughter who passed away as the daughter was diagnosed with cancer there. So uh, it's been three years, but then uh, later on, the following year, he gave birth to another son there by the name of Matteo. So uh, in that regard, so we saw that he's earning a lot of money there. 1.1 million. So, which means he's, he's doing well, but he, he was just he just did not luck. That final luck to grab this wonderful title. So, all in all, we ended up being number one with minus 24, followed by Alex Lorraine with minus 22. And then there was also a, a Matthias Smith there with minus 21, and then also followed by Carl Yuan, they all with no minus 20. And the top five there with Adam Scott, level with Ryan More, on minus, both on minus 19. So, all in all, he did so well, he fought hard, and finally, what he was looking for finally came. To to, to to pay off with uh, such a hard-of-work on uh, those two strokes to make him a winner on the day and all in all, it's well done to him, uh, Camilo Villagers, for, for clinching this wonderful PGA Tour. So and in, in some of the matches action that will be taking place this wonderful weekend at the Sea Island Resort that is taking place starting from uh, to, to yesterday going into the weekend. Let's see how it will pan up but uh, I wish he can also participate in this wonderful tour as well. So, but yeah, he did so well. We were hard, although it wasn't easy, with pressure piled in by the likes of Alex Noren, as well as Mattia, the top five uh, uh, golfers that I've just read there. So, yeah, he deserved it all in all.
0: Yeah, no, most definitely well-deserved indeed uh, where these games are concerned. I love the fact uh, that, uh, you know, things are on the move here. And may the young one so indeed rest in peace uh, in this particular uh, regard. But I love the fact that uh, we are seeing just an emotional uh, emotional win here uh, when you look at everything else that was riding on uh, this particular PGA Tour.
1: Most definitely. So it was just emotional. So uh, I think he was maybe also stressed by the passing of the daughter. There, mm-hmm. that's why it was very difficult for him to clinch the. This which it took a lot of time, but uh, I think uh, for him to be patient, con- continue to working hard. Uh, if it was another golfer, one of those golfers would have given up. That in uh, uh, nine years, uh, without the uh, 20 years travel, is not easy.
0: <laughs> also. Ah man, Mudiba, uh, uh, your your line is 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 yes. tending to. Uh, to give us a frizzle there I'm going to take you back to Livuwani and when we come back oh, we'll continue yeah. uh, with our conversation here uh, so Mudiba Apeta is our guest uh, this morning uh, we're going into the games we're going into sports I love Fridays uh, because they give us uh, this opportunity to just break it down and uh, bring you a light uh, conversation so we've already uh, broken it down in terms of uh, what came out of uh, that cricket uh, world cup uh, where we saw the Proteus just mixing uh, the finals by an inch uh, those three weekends uh, that saw us uh, lose against Australia but also uh, we've gone into rugby this being the United uh, Rugby Championships uh, with Modiba he gave us a uh, fixtures as well in terms of what we can expect and we're talking about uh, Camilo Filegas, uh, who landed an emotional win here uh, where at the PGA Tour in the Games of Golf uh, concerned uh, Modiba your line is is is, is, is being jealous <laughs> you
1: know it reminded me of the what transpired the fortnight ago also left mm. shading but this, this 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 today is much better but i'll keep trying
0: yeah it's just being jealous but let's <laughs> let, let's let's continue uh with it uh, congratulations <laughs> in order uh, there to camilo of how do we say the surname yeah, it's villagers. Villagers. Okay. Yeah, without N. <laughs> ah, village. I believe villagers. villagers. Yeah, oh. but uh, congratulations in order uh, to Camilo. I'll just end it there by Camilo because uh, yeah. <laughs> so congratulations uh, in order to Camilo uh, Villegas here uh, who landed a win in that PGA tour. Uh, just looking at uh, the. Games of uh, uh, golf. Uh, yeah, remember at home uh, that the lines are open as we speak right now. We want to uh, share in uh, the fun with you as we talk the games with Modiba uh, this morning. Uh, we've broken it down in terms of those three sporting codes. Moving to the fourth one uh, this morning, and this particular one uh, is where we take a look at uh, results of the uh, players within the top ten rankings where tennis is concerned. Uh, Mudiba especially, also looking at uh, Novak Djokovic. Uh, we saw Janik. Sina as well, uh, Daniil, uh, Medan as well, Carlos Alcaraz, etc. Those, uh, you know, uh, powerhouses uh, positioning themselves here. Where then the top rankings are concerned, top uh, 10 rankings. Uh, Who will clinch uh, the finals uh, on Sunday, Mudiba? This will be the last day of the uh, Cup as well. Just give us a sense of uh, what is happening here in 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 the games of tennis.
1: Like we always speak that you'll never speak tennis without mentioning those names. Daniel Medvedev, Novak Djokovic, you see? So yeah, very interesting because this time Uh, they were speaking in a little... ATP. Uh, it was an indoor tournament that is taking place up to so far. So, uh, uh, it's very interesting matches and results. So, I'll just uh, try and uh, explain that uh, yeah. uh, the, two, the, the, the eight players they are divided into two groups there. In the Group A, where there's Yannick Sina, uh, Holger Rune, Novak Djokovic, as well as Stefano Tizipas. And in Group B, we've got Alexandra Zverev, Andrey Rublev, Daniel Medvedev, as well as Carlos Alcaraz there. So, in this round robin, results that I take, they took place. From Sunday, we saw Yannick Sinau defeating Stefano Tizipas there by two sets, there, 6-4, 6-4. And then we saw Novak Djokovic there uh, defeating uh, Holger Rune there, 7-6, but he lost the second set, but recovered in the second set, there, 6-7, 6-3 there. And then we also saw on Monday, Alexandra Zverev there, defeated uh, Carlos Alcaraz there, 6-7. He lost the first set, but recovered in the second set, as well as the third set, 6-3, 6-4. And then Daniel Medvedev once again, who defeated uh, Andrew there, 6-4, as well as 6-2. So on Tuesday, we saw Holkarun, they defeated uh, uh, Stefano pass there, uh, but uh, the game could not progress because first was uh, experiencing an injury, so it was just a walk-over for him there to to collect a the, uh, point there. So there was this Yannick Sina who managed to win against Novak the upset of the round robin there, 7-5. 6-7, as well as 7-6. In this uh, three sets, he only lost one set. So on Wednesday, we saw Carlos Alcaraz uh, defeating uh, Andrew Blev there, 7-5, as well as 6-2 two, in two sets. there. Then the Tanimad there, who managed to win on two sets against André Khandra uh, there, 7-6, as well as 6-4. Then yesterday, we saw uh, Novak Djokovic uh, coming victorious against Herbert Lukacs uh, there, 7-6. But he lost the second set, 4-6, but recovered in the third, third set, 6-1. And then we, we are also uh, awaiting the action between Yannick Sinner as well as But come today, there are some also fixtures taking place. There's the Carlos Alcaraz up against Daniel Medvedev and also Andre Rublev up against Alexander Zverev. And then tomorrow, uh, semifinals will be taking place. I think the winner between Carlos Alcaraz up against Daniel Medvedev uh, will host the, uh, the winner between Andre Rublev up against Alexander Teverev in the semifinals. So uh, with Novak Djokovic... I think he's awaiting the winner between Yannick Sina and Hogarun for this wonderful semi finals, which will start taking place tomorrow and on Sunday, as a are right, at full stake at up. It will be the finals, throw o'clock clock, and then next week when I come back, I'll bring the results of the semi finals as well as the finals. Question mm. is, will Novak continue where he left off? Because he is the defending champions as we speak. And also, some of the players, we saw so in 2021, Alexander Zverev winning this wonderful title. In 2020, Daniil Medvedev also coming in to clinch this one. And in 2019, pass, but I think for me, uh, Novak Djokovic is holding a wonderful record of having won it five times. So very interesting for me. So let's see how it will transpire going into this wonderful weekend, eighty ATP.
0: Yeah no, let, let's really uh, wait and see in, in in that game on on Sunday in the finals. Uh, w- what is your reading? What is your pre- prediction? What w- what are you reading into? Uh, really, who then uh, tends to become uh, victorious in this uh, particular regard? Because we're seeing uh, the finals just being here at at our doorstep.
1: I remember last week, uh, Carlos Alcaraz was put out and never took which won that particular title. So. Um, I just wish to see Novak Djokovic looking horns with Carlos Alcaraz, especially with the issue of uh, the rankings as Novak Djokovic currently tops up the rankings. So I think Carlos Alcaraz will also want to redeem himself. So I wish one of those two can be in the finals. So I I, I just want to see in terms of how it will affect the rankings if Carlos Alcaraz was to win. But for me, I'll go with Novak Djokovic, judging from how he's the decorated champions in terms of holding so many titles of this wonderful little ATP. Peace.
0: Mm, Yeah, Uh, no, most definitely. So all eyes uh, will be on uh, these uh, teams' uh, rivalry with Rune. Uh, And also when you look at what is happening here, uh, those uh, top 10 uh, rankings, uh, those names, uh, I mean, uh, we we are definitely spoiled for choice uh, looking at how this uh, year uh, 2023 and particularly how this particular ATP has gone uh, leading to uh, these particular uh, finals here. These three players joining, uh, Novak Djokovic as well, so it's just something that is going to really be a thriller of some sort, a thriller of a game. So it's a it's a game not to be missed.
1: It's a game not to be missed Sunday. So I think to, to, to today's results. Will definitely have a say going into Saturday's semi finals. I can't wait as well. So mm-hmm. uh, I think Dolok Valkovic has stated that he's waiting for the match between Yanek Sina and Holger Rune. who the winner of that particular match will definitely be. And Yanek Sina Rebeema just defeated him in, in this wonderful run, robin. So I think there will be a score to settle. I think to arrange this one is Novak Djokovic, especially how he, it was just, he, he surprised him midweek there. So he, he was not happy there as he lost uh, those sets. there, 7 6. 6-7 uh, as well as 6-3, those are the, how it came up, uh, especially against know uh, the way he bounced back, it was so good, but when he lost to Yelixina, 7, five, seven, seven six, it was just a person, I never saw it coming, so, uh, the catch, you will see, you will see, one of them, 80
0: all right, uh, Mudiba. So so yeah, it, it really, really interesting uh, in terms of how uh, then we tend to see these games uh, develop and how uh, we'll tend to see this ATP in the finals on Sunday uh, tend to take shape. But a reminder to our listeners at home uh, that uh, our guest uh, this morning is Lode Shadet Mudiba-Peter, uh, who is <laughs> our sports commentator uh, here at home. We're trying to navigate the dark as we take you all the way uh, to the two o'clock. Uh, but uh, don't be alarmed when here, uh, just a little bit of breaking uh, here and there, and a little slurs here and there uh, is, is, is because or slurring uh, and the likes uh, it's because of uh, the fact that we're navigating uh, the dark, uh, as, as you know, yeah, South Africa. Uh, but yeah, we find ourselves here. Uh, but we took in the games until the hour at three uh, two o'clock uh, with Modiba in the second hour of the show, uh, looking at uh, the games that took shape over the weekend. Also, there was a lot uh, taking place uh, in the week that uh, we are just coming out on. Off, uh, this being Friday. And also uh, we know very well that there's a lot to expect uh, where the weekend is concerned. we already covered a couple of sporting coats and this is where uh, we'll be continuing with Modiba uh, this morning. Modiba, I want us to move into uh, sport and get feedback here uh, from that Malaysia Motor Grand Prix. I mean, when you look at it, uh, there was a lot uh, happening at that moto go. As, as, as you know very well that is down to uh, the wire. We have uh, Francisco Urban Uh, We have George Martin and the million dollar question to a lot of people being uh, who will then uh, clinch the title here uh, where the games of motorsports are concerned. Let's move into the sporting code
1: good question as rightfully just asked there because it's a battle between the two as they they are just down to two two races there Mm. and uh, it's happening so they really are for the battle in this wonderful uh, Malaysia it just didn't come to the part for me where we saw a a, a near Bestianini coming into the the picture there to to grab this wonderful victory as he last won in September in Aragon this time around he arrived as far as 1.535 seconds there so ahead of uh, the other driver the Alex Maki and then also, George, George Martin, uh, Francisco Banaya completing the the, the the podium there But with George Martin, he finished fourth. So I was anticipating him to do well, considering uh, how he's performed in the uh, sprint race there, but it wasn't to be on the day. So uh, with that, I think he definitely be smiling Is Francisco Banaya as he continues adding some some points on these standings there. Currently he's seated on 412, and then followed by George Martin there on 398. With Marco Bezzecchi there on 123, and Brad Binder there, who also he had a crash in this wonderful race, uh, but he seated on 254 points, and, and from the top five, but I'm having that Johann Zarco as well to 200. So I look into some of the uh, drivers that are driving to catch there. So four drivers there where uh, are within the top four as far as the since things are concerned, only Brad Binder with the KTM Red Bull. So he needs to improve going forward, but. I think this battle is going down to the wire. Uh, This weekend, uh, we turn our attention into Qatar MotoGP. So let's see how it will affect them. uh, If Francisco Banaya will stretch the lead or JJ Martin having other ideas to to, to overtake him at the top, it's going to be interesting for me there. So, and also from the F1 motor racing, there's also Las Vegas. As you know, uh, Max Verstappen, he will be looking to wrap it up in style again to break the record set up, uh, in fact, to level the score because he's currently on 52 titles and uh, the return to Bastien, in fact, is on 52 as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 53, I should say. So if he's going to win the Swap, Definitely level with Sebastian mm. Vettel, and uh, there will be one match left, the up type one there uh, for, for this wonderful month, as this also uh, going to finish up in style. But uh, there's also a, a second spot open battle mm. there, which is also going down to the wire between Sergio Perez as well as Lewis Hamilton, just like in the motorsport there we, with Francisco Banaya as well as the uh, Brad Binder. So, and I should say George Martin and Brad Binder there. So things are looking hot there. So let's see how, what will transpire going into this wonderful weekend. But definitely when I come back, I'll bring the feedback of both the motorsport as well as the, the uh, F1 motor racing.
0: Yeah, no, uh, most definitely. Uh, so we'll be looking forward to uh, just your prediction here around uh, Francisco Benaya. Uh, if indeed, uh, then we'll see him uh, coming out victorious here around uh, George Martin and clinching uh, the title. Uh, really, we'll be looking forward to you uh, giving us a sense of how then uh, the Grand Prix here uh, tends to uh, shape out uh, this being in, there in uh, Qatar. I want us to then uh, move as well, Budiba, uh, to motorsport. And l- l- let's talk what's happening then uh, in terms of uh, Max. uh, in this regard, let's talk F1, uh, the motor racing. We saw that there was activity in Las Vegas as well, uh, where the games are concerned. So let's talk that and look at uh, really how things have fared in this particular regard. Uh, Max Verstappen.
1: Max Verstappen, the the race will be taking place this wonderful weekend Uh from today and then when I come back, definitely I'll bring the feedback. So I think he wants to do well because he, he also won this wonderful uh, Las Vegas, uh, Moto, uh, I should say, Las Vegas Grand Prix there last last year in 2022. So I think he will want to defend this title mm-hmm. as well. So, but uh, as you know, Gap there at the top with 524 points. And then Sergio Perez with 258 alongside Louis Hamilton. I think those two will definitely fight, fight it up for number two. So the winner of that second spot will definitely finish the season on a high note. Although Louis Hamilton is seated on 104 titles, I think he'll want to redeem himself considering how he had the poor season despite having only recorded one victory. So it wasn't looking good. So going into next week, I'll definitely bring the feedback of what will transpire, and also look ahead into the Valencia uh, 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 motor, I should say uh, Abu Dhabi mm. uh, motor racing, F1 motor racing, yes, going into next weekend.
0: Yeah, no, most definitely. So we'll be looking forward to you just giving us a sense of how things are fared in that particular regard and how Max then uh, really, uh, if we continued on that streak or if it's something that we saw uh, just being nipped as he goes into uh, this uh, particular uh, games. Uh, I want us to move, uh, looking at the time here, Mudiba, um, into a uh, netball. There was the fast five uh, netball finals uh, that were underway. Let's look at the results, go into the scores here. Uh, we saw australia uh, in shape we saw new zealand as well and uh, let, let's look at uh, what, what came out here uh, of these uh, 2023 uh, world series uh, where the first five uh, netball final uh, finals are, are concerned here
1: let me educate first the listeners there with first five it's oh it's only taking six minutes per quarter mm. remember in netball usually a quarter takes 15 minutes eh? so but with first five it was only six minutes every quarter and the only 5 players are supposed to play, hence they're calling it 5-5-5, so they must not confuse it with the usual netball, whereby with netball it's only 7 players inside the pitch or the court, one may put it in simple terms. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the results that I'm having here, yeah, we saw South Africa winning 33 17 against Jamaica there from the men's I mean the women's side. Firstly, and then we saw also there's been some few changes as uh, no players have been called. So we don't have the likes of uh, Bonzum Somi, Yakanisa Chawani, etc. So this time, this, uh, the likes of Lobito Siponchang Hase, Chukwani Tiritar Fanitariq narrative. Yeah, those are the players that are currently. Uh, even the coach is being uh, has been brought in. is... The so at least i there. So Number no, plan, has been put aside. Although I've heard uh, some of the news that are uh, saying that thinking that they're looking for a new coach, so they're busy trying to. Uh, uh, Interview coaches going forward for this wonderful South African, uh, the Proteas ladies there. So we also saw some some of the results: Jamaica winning 38-36 against the defending champions Australia, and then uh, also we saw Australia. Uh, winning, bouncing back, winning 42 13 against Malawi. And then we saw England uh, losing, winning, I should say, 37 26 against us, South Africa. And then there was also uh, Jamaica winning 41 37 against Malawi. And then in some of the results again, we saw New Zealand winning 32 21 against England. And then England also bounced back against Malawi there for the 130 as they collected a victory there. And then there's New Zealand who also lost 29 38 against Australia. And then on Sunday, we also saw. Jamaica uh, w- w- losing 27 33 against England malawi winning uh losing 2442 against australia and then New Zealand winning 41 33 against south Africa and then there's Australia who won 37 16 against England and then also New Zealand to winning 50 16 against Jamaica and then malawi losing 37 31 against south Africa and then there was the number the where there was number five number six. Place, a, a team that finished in fifth and sixth place there, Playoff of where Jamaica won 36 they won against Malawi, and then Jamaica finished fifth and Malawi sixth. And then there was a, a moment where third and fourth place where England won page 22 against South Africa, as England grabbed the bronze, the Qatar last and then lastly, the big final there, New Zealand, who played against Australia, and Australia managed to defend the title there, 35-23. And then from the men's side, we saw also Australia uh, winning 50-39 against South Africa, and also uh, England winning 42-29 against Australia. And then in, 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 the, in that final match there, South Africa lost 31-38 against New Zealand. So all in all, it's well done to Australia. Uh, in that big final, we saw New Zealand winning 51-34 against Australia. So it's well done to the Australia for, from the ladies' side for defending the title, and from the men's side, it's England. I should say New Zealand to winning this wonderful title is well done to them as well. So mm. I, I just find it diffi- we just find it difficult as the country to defeat Australia. So this time they they get to get 46. They get to grab the 46. Pictures against us not looking good, so we just need
0: to do yeah. better going forward. Yeah, uh, but they're a powerhouse uh, as well when you look at uh, how then they've also positioned themselves within uh, these particular games of netball. But we seeing ourselves as well as South Africa uh, just moving along and uh, catching on uh, around uh, how then we position our men to uh, get the best out of a uh, netball. A uh, fast five, and uh, not an easy one in this particular regard because yeah. of what you explained as well uh, when you started. in. Uh, of how these games tend to face. So it's not your ordinary netball, netball. Uh, there are a lot of uh, tweaks and changes and, and a lot of considerations to be taken here uh, when you look at, at these particular games.
1: Yeah, it's so quick, and you need to concentrate yeah. as quickly as possible with the lesser minutes. So, which means they have removed ten minutes in, in yeah. between there. So, you just have to have some quick thinking with regard to dishing out and releasing that ball on time, so that you can collect as many points as possible. So, it means which means Australia they're really mastering that because they've been winning left, right, and centre when it comes to netball. ball. By the way, they are the defending champions of the World Cup. They've just recently defeated England 6-145. So, which shows that they are not the World Cup champions by fluke so all the all forever remain our hood but we need to bring something going forward hopefully maybe with the new coach coming in going forward maybe we can break the, the hood
0: yeah, no, that, that hoodoo has to be broken uh, indeed uh, going forward Budiba, uh, but yeah, thank you very much man for uh, keeping us up to date where uh, the netball games are concerned but we're moving from a uh, netball into a different sporting code, uh, this being your favourite here on the show Budiba uh, football, uh, there was a lot uh, at play uh, just into the weekend that we're coming from uh, we were already talking about uh, the derby as well and how then we tend to see uh, things moving in uh, this particular uh, shape, uh, there was the uh, D. STV Premiership, that was also at play when you look at how things then fared here. But the big one being that one of Orlando Pirates just getting their bragging rights here after that win over Kaiser Chiefs. Let's go into football and look at what happened here.
1: I remember I was at the Supersport Studios. We organized a, they organized as a VIP day, so It was so interesting. I enjoyed mm. the occasion on the day on Saturday. But then su- surprisingly, Keza Chiefs on the day, they just didn't pitch up on the day. Yes, they didn't create so many chances in that game. Yeah. As- Orlando parents were just, uh, especially in the first 15 minutes, they were on their back foot. And then as soon as the coach made a change, the Ryusei Riviero introducing Lepo Hilemofiki, that's where things started changing because the Rasmus was injured and Orlando Perez uh, capitalized on that from the Chiefs' uh, sloppy defending, where there was a long ball played in by Miguel team to find a uh, bandit uh, who played a cutback to find hope as a player whom he was put by some of the Pirates fans. But on the day he delivered a wonderful goal, uh, a tap in there to put smiles in the Pirates fans' faces there. So that's how the game ended. Because for me, they only created one half chance with administrator uh, Castillo there. He was in by the uh, post there with the header there. So, but all in all is back to the dream for Kevin Johnson I think the Chiefs they really are not doing well and the fans are not happy so the there's been some news coming from Bobim Daung saying that uh, some of the fans are very impatient with them and uh, with the coaches as well so hence they are always under pressure but uh, that's, uh, because when they when, they, when yeah. they come back from this wonderful international break they are definitely playing another derby there at the expense of Morocco solo. so they will be visiting to Central Stadium come next week Sunday so and with some of the results that I'm having here yeah, mm. Capital City won 2-0 against Royal AM there where we saw Jaden Ruth as well as Tabitha Dadas scoring the two goals there for, for citizens there.
0: The I want term. us to go back to the uh, the, the derby here, Modiba before yeah. we go into uh, the other results where other teams are concerned in terms of the DSTV uh, premiership, those results. Uh, let's look at uh, then what this means as well uh, for, you know, Kaiser Chiefs. I mean, this particular game, there was a lot riding on this game where Kaiser Chiefs' five game winning streak was concerned here against Orlando. Pirates. so we saw that broken. Another thing that came out uh, where these particular uh, games are concerned was uh, the fact that uh, this was at a sold-out uh, FNB Stadium, uh, where we saw a lot of people just moving into uh, that particular uh, space, and uh, this coming through at a time, uh, Modiba, when there was that return of uh, the Kaiser Chiefs' offense into the stadium after uh, their ban, uh, so there was a lot riding on uh, what is happening here, and I also wanted to find out from you, uh, were there well behaved uh, this time around. Would you say that uh, that Ben uh, taught uh, you know Kaiser Chiefs offence uh, something in terms of their conduct in this particular regard?
1: Most definitely they are uh, well behaved as we spoke even last week, I remember you also asked me the same question and mm, I stated that mm. they, 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 they don't have a problem with Kevin Johnson. I think they are happy with how he's teaching out things, the way his the way style of play. That he's for
0: now, for now.
1: For now, but then <laughs> the, the results very important. So they need to start winning. So yep. uh, let's see, even uh, because they were well behaved because it's a big derby. So and there's there was so many, I saw some of the presidents uh, from CAF uh, coming. Kam- Coming in, uh, so, so to come and. Alongside the likes of Jessica, they're watching that match. But judging from how the Chiefs played, I was also questioning uh, they are playing as if there are no posts, especially in the first half where they didn't create so many chances. but they were able to secure the ball. So I think uh, that these are some of the aspects that Kevin Johnson needs to work uh, at, at practice with these players. Uh, the strikers have not come to the party. There's no ball, ball make, the quality uh, playmaker in the middle of the pack. So this that's uh, some of the aspects they need to work on. Even going into the transfer window in January, they need to sign a few players there. To post that squad because not impressive as, as, at all. As, as Both sides they were coming into the, that game, as we spoke about. Cape Town Spurs winning 3 2, and Orlando Perez also winning against Cocoon. So they've not been doing well, by the way. Also, Perez, they're not scoring goals. So it was just a measure of the team uh, holding some breaking rights. In, in, in this regard, Orlando Perez managed to have some breaking rights. So it's, it will be a motivation because they've collected six points, uh, adding with that victory against Cocoon United. So uh, Going forward with Kizer Chiefs, I think there's still a lot of work that needs to be done because currently they are outside the top eight. So it's not looking good for a big team like Kizer Chiefs to struggle in that regard. So going forward, it's back to the dream board to Kavan Johnson and let's see how they'll transpire in the upcoming week there at Top Central Stadium against Morocco Solos.
0: Yeah, no, let's see how things then to fare, uh, tend to fare out uh, where uh, this other derby uh, is concerned. Let's go into uh, the other results. You are giving us a sense and breaking it down for us in terms of how The teams fed uh, where the DSTV premiership is concerned.
1: Most definitely, we also saw Smoroka Solos playing nil-nil against Polo City and Bologna City they've just announced the resignation of their coach the so at first it was his assistant coach Le so I don't know what's going on in, in, in within the boardroom of the team there and then we also saw Sterling Bosch playing against Chippa United so with Chippa United we also saw Vizomuzi uh, Villagas whom he was announced as the technical director coming from Golden Arrows as the as a head coach come joining Chippa United as the technical director he also uh, resigned as well So and he's just joined the uh, what you call to just pay the neighbors in case that then the uh, alongside Kaitono Tembu. He will be assisting Kaitono Tembu there going forward. Then on Sunday we saw Amazulu threshing Golden arrows three one. So remember, they defeated Colin Eros 3-0 in the Kalimbrick Label. This time around, they do another double, and there was a head-trick as well. Kirsten like, Graham scoring a hat trick and in that 3-0 match of the Kalimbrick Label, we saw Junior Jones also scoring a head-trick. And also, Ledwin Schuttolo scoring the only goal for Colin Eros, and yeah, it wasn't looking good. And then we saw Richards Bay this time around. They grab a victory against Kip Transparence there, 1-0 there. So then also, School United winning 2-1 against Supersport United there. We saw Elias Mogwana. And Chibuko, he's scoring the two goals for Babina Noko Adiba Club. And then with Chance Lukamanja scoring the first goal of Super Sport, and Scubinet fought hard to Mm. win that one. As they were coming from a loss against the Pirates. Yeah, so far it's happening in the DSTM playership. And in some of the news there, yeah. we saw uh, some, yeah, we received some sad news that uh, one of the goalkeepers, they formerly with Polokwane City and Super Sport United, Chikova, passed away following a heart attack which he took place in July, but he couldn't recover. So my am um, Soul rest in peace there. And then we also saw United, they just confirmed the official departure of coach Brendan Truter there. So we also saw FIFA announcing that Chipper United they, they've been super-united from signing players there, following one of the defenders, Abdi Panda, a termination of a contract where 1200000 million wasn't well paid there. So let's see going forward how Chippa and Penisi will handle that one. And then also there were monthly awards that were uh, uh, paid up by PSL there, that were announced by PSL, where we saw Rulanda Mokwena was announced as the, as the a uh, coach of the month for August, and then also a uh, Lucas Ribeiro, one of his players there uh, at Mamelodi Sundowns, being announced as the player of the month. And then for September as well as October, we saw Maputi Kanyeza of the very Golden Eros winning coach of the month as well. And then also a uh, Pat Robla of SuperSport United getting the player of the month. So there are things that happening in the DSTV Premiership.
0: Yeah, no, a lot, lot, lot happening in this particular regard. But I'm glad that you're always here to break it down for us uh, in terms of what we have seen. because uh, there's always a lot happening, especially when we uh, we are overwhelmed in the weekend uh, going into uh, the week. Uh, But uh, yeah, uh, we'll we'll wait and see how then uh, things tend to pan out uh, in this uh, particular uh, regard. But I want us to also stay here uh, in the football space, uh, but talk about Mamelodi Sundowns. I mean, we saw them uh, just clinching the African uh, Football League uh, at the expense of uh, Casablanca uh, in this uh, particular uh, regard. What, what did you make of uh, you know uh, Mamelodi Sundowns in in this uh, particular regard? Uh, what did you make of uh, the coach as well? Uh, there were also talks around uh, issues of m- being mental strong or mentally fit uh, to go into uh, these particular uh, games, but we saw uh, really Mamelodi Sundowns uh, continuing to. Do South Africa proud in this regard?
1: Most definitely. There were also deniers that they, might, they must not participate in that wonderful <laughs> African football league, mm. but they fought hard and they managed to win that particular uh, approval. So in this wonderful game, you remember they were coming from the first leg, who lost their 2-1. So I think the advantage for Manolese were that they scored an away goal. So when they came home, uh, uh, the, we get Casablanca side, they approached the game with a low block, but Manolese announced couldn't uh, give up. Their, so they continued pressing hard and pushing hard where we saw uh Obrimu Diba as well as Peter Lulile scoring the two goals for them mm-hmm. and they won that particular match by three two what a game it was because for me they dominated that match yeah. when I watched that match. Yes, I was so impressed as well when we saw Ronan Williams when the accolades were awarded there. He was awarded as the best goalkeeper and then Tapelo Maseko as the MVP, the most valuable player, as well as the, the top goal scorer of that particular African football league. It's well done to them in his first season with Mamir Sundowns. So it looks good. So Uh, Let's see, going forward to Rwanda Mokwena as well. The young SE is 36 years old. Mm -hmm. African Football League.
0: Uh, Mudiba's line uh, continuing to just do what it does best uh, but also just happening at uh, the top of two and this is where uh, we have to say goodbye to him uh, but he was just going into uh, the games here uh, letting us in on Mamilodi Sundowns. So we saw them in action over the weekend and this is where uh, we saw them really come out victorious I still uh, wanted to go within, uh, with Mudiba into Bafana Bafana uh, we know that they'll be hosting Mali and Rwanda as well uh, we saw also the coach here uh, Hugo Bruce uh, named his twenty-three uh, member squad uh, for this month's twenty-twenty-six uh, World uh, Cup uh, qualifiers against uh, Benin and Rwanda. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll dish out. We'll, we'll really give it out uh, to you in terms of what how and how we can expect the games to go as we go into the weekend uh, next week and uh, the likes. Uh, Mudiba, uh, let me give you an opportunity to say goodbye to us. Uh, I'm hoping that the line is, is a bit better.
1: Yeah, I think it's a bit better. So, hey, you know, look, sharing is a problem, and imagine <laughs> it comes back in a time where you and I we have to dis- dis- disperse. So, but uh, then, yeah, the look is a good weekend to look forward to. As yeah. you've spoken, you've just laid out the foundation of the Bafana Bafana. We'll definitely bring the feedback when you mm. come back. We are playing Benin this wonderful Saturday at Moses Mabhida throughout Lokikov, as well as Rwanda on Tuesday. So I'll bring the feedback when I come in on Friday. And there's also we'll be looking also to the DSTV Premiership matches that will be taking place going into next weekend. There's Motepa Foundation, there's EPL. A lot is is expected this wonderful weekend. There's motorsport, motor racing. A, a, a lot. I'm very impressed so I can't wait yeah. as well to bring up the feedback and with that, uh, it's a very good morning to you, and the, uh, the team, as well as the listeners. Let's talk more and this was Sports Rep. I am Mudiba Johannes Peter, It's a Rep.
0: And that's the sign out, uh, Mudiba. Thank you very much. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.